We're so glad that you've joined us today on the Relevant Church Podcast. There's so much God wants to do in and through you as you listen to this message. If you want to learn more about Relevant Church, visit us online at thisisrelevant.cc. Open your Bibles to Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41, and we are going to talk about true peace together. Verse 35, and it starts off by saying, On that day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was filling with water. But he was in the stern asleep on a cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Verse 40 says, He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who is this? that even the wind and the sea obey him. You see right now, this part of the story is after the fact that Jesus has been healing people like crazy and he's been doing miracles and he's been um, sharing his ministry on this side of this land, right? And so many people are hearing about it and they're sharing about it and they're like, have you heard about this man named Jesus and what's taking place? And we find out that there's so many crowds and so much people that um, if we look a, a chapter behind in chapter three, verses eight, it says, when the great crowd heard all that he was doing, they came to him and he told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, lest he be crushed. For he had healed many so that all who has disease pressed around him to touch him. I could only imagine the crowd. Think of a famous person or a celebrity. And they're coming to your town and everybody knows about it. And it's somebody that maybe you want to get to see. And the crowd is pressing in. And the crowd, people want to touch him and get his autograph and say, Oh my gosh, look who I met. And take pictures with him. This is how they're reacting to Jesus because of all the healing, all the miracles, everything that he has done. So Jesus now, the crowd is pressing in on him and he asked for a boat. And so now he's standing on this boat. He's away from the crowd, but it allows them to see him and hear him clearly. I'm going to give you a spoiler alert, okay? Jesus is using the boat as his platform. So it is taken under his protection, and even in danger, it will not sink. We already know that there's a storm coming. We already read the chapter, right? We already read the verses, so we know what's going to take place. But peace is knowing, if you're taking notes, take note right now. Peace is knowing that what is used for Christ, he will take care of. God is using this boat to to share his ministry, to share the gospel, to share his love and what he is using, he'll take care of. Just like you, if God is using you for his glory, for his mission, for his vision, he will take care of you. Your home, if you're using your home for his glory, for his mission, he will take care of your home. Your finances, if you're using your finances to help others, to bless others, to bless the church, he will take care of your bank account. Peace is knowing that what is used for Christ, he will take care of it. 
Let's look at verse 35 and 36. It says, on the day when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And the other boats were with him. You see, it's evening time. He's done with his ministry and, and Jesus is ready to go. He's ready. He's on mission. He wants to go to the other side. This side of the land, they already heard about him. They already seen what he's done and he's ready to go. It doesn't matter if it's nighttime. He is on mission. He wants to get to the other side as soon as possible. Peace. Point number two, peace is knowing nothing is going to hinder the mission God has called you to complete. Whatever God has called you to, he will get you through. Nothing will stop it. No storm, no rain, no chaos, no a disaster, no mountain, no hurdle. Nothing will hinder the mission that God has called you to. Keep pushing through. If he's called you to it, he'll get you through it. Let's look at verse 37. It says, and a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. Now, that verse speaks for itself. The, the boat is filling up. It's dark outside. There's thunder. There's rain. It's chaotic. I could only imagine the disciples are getting confused. They're like, oh my goodness. These, some of them are fishermen, so they've experienced storms before. But I could only imagine that they have a, a bucket and they're trying to get water out of the boat as fast as possible. They're trying to figure out a solution to all this water filling up in our boat not noticing that the solution to every problem, listen to me, y'all, the solution to every problem is with them on the boat and his name is Jesus. So many times in our lives, we are rocked back and forth with the storms that come, not realizing that Jesus is riding the boat with us. He may not calm our storm, but Jesus is in the boat with us. Let's look at verse 38, the first part of it. It says, but he was in the stern asleep on a cushion. This is Jesus they're talking about. So I had to do some research. The stern is the lower back part of the boat where the rudder is, where the controls are. Now, I don't think this is a coincidence. I don't think anything in the Bible is just say or coincidence. I believe that Jesus was in the control room for a reason. He is the controller of the boat. He can have all control of your life as well. And then it talks about how Jesus is asleep on a cushion. This is no mistake. This was intentional. So unlike me and my husband watching Netflix, my husband gets mad at me all the time when it's time to watch movies because I fall asleep. So it's not like me when I'm, I'm watching a movie and I'm, I'm starting to, to do the head nod, the doze off. Jesus intentionally took a cushion, put it down, put his head on it. He probably propped up his feet. I know the Bible doesn't say that, but it does say that he was asleep on a cushion. So this is intentional, guys. Jesus laid down and went to sleep knowing that there was a storm com coming. See, Jesus was asleep because he was in the control room. Jesus was at peace because he is ultimately in control. Point number three, if you're taking notes, it's peace is knowing who is in control of your life. You have a certain peace in your heart and your mind when you know that God is ultimately in control of your life. But he was testing his disciples' faith. 
He knew that there was a storm coming, but he was trying their faith and he was stirring up their prayers while he was asleep and they were getting confused. They had to call on his name. And sometimes when we're going through things and we're going through stresses and storms and stuff, Jesus wants us to call on his name. He wants us to reach out to him. That's why sometimes God allows us to go through certain tests. You see, Jesus may seem asleep in your life, but he's there. There's a quote I, I like quoting, and I, I found it on Facebook and many years ago, but it says, the teacher is always quiet during the test. While these men are, are dumping out water and, and Jesus is fast asleep, quiet, their prayers stir in his heart. He starts calling out, they start calling out to him, Jesus, help us. Let's look at verse 38, the ending part. It says, and they woke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Hold up. Who said you're perishing? Who said that you are perishing? We are so quick to come up with, to the, with the end result of what we're going through. We are so quick to to give negative things to the, the, the mission or whatever season that we're going to, through. Oh, this, we can't do this, or I can't make this end meet, or oh, this, this is going to be so hard, and I'm stressed out, and we start worrying and stuff because we're coming up with conclusions in our head of how it's going to turn out. Get out of your head in order to find peace. Stop thinking about your outcome and thinking of the worst outcome and the worst possible solution. Stop thinking about that and realize that the one who is Jesus Christ is in control of your life if you let him. Let's look at verse 39. It says, and he awoke. They finally got him to wake up. He awoke and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. Peace be still. That word peace, when I looked it up in Greek, it's seal pao. I hope I said that right. And I try to write it down properly. Seal pao. And that peace literally means to be silent, to be quiet. And then I looked up the second part, which is be still. So he said, peace be still. Be still is fimao in Greek. And that means to be dumb or to, to keep quiet, almost like to muzzle a dog, to, to keep the mouth closed. So you see, when he said, peace be still, there was there's emphasis on the noisiness of the storm. Not the fact that it, it was scary to look at, not the fact that there was water filling the boat, but the noise of the storm. And at times in our lives, the noise in our head is what's keeping us from receiving true peace. We need to quiet the voices in our heads. Quiet the voices that are saying, you can't do it. You're not good enough. You can't make ends meet. You will never amount to anything. We need to quiet the noise so we can hear God's voice clearly. See, it's been said that the, the devil is a toothless lion. I don't know if you've ever heard a lion roar, but it will shake your heart and your chest will just rumble. But even with that roar, it's so fearful and it can bring fear into your life. We know that the devil cannot, is toothless, right? He cannot harm us. And so when God says, peace, be still, he's saying, devil, shut up, put a muzzle on it. 
He can't harm you. See, peace is knowing, if you're taking notes, peace is knowing that the noise can be silence. The chaos, the frustration, the stress, the doubt, the fear, it can be silence. Peace, be still. Verse 39 says, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Jesus spoke, and it was calm. Are you allowing the Prince of Peace to speak into or speak over your life? Are you allowing him to say, peace, be still, and allow him to, to talk and speak over your life? instead of hearing those negative thoughts and those negative things that we say about ourselves and we say about our situation, which causes stress and even more worry and anxiety. Let's look at verse 40. We're coming to a close. It says, he said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? This is the gospel according to Mark. But if, if you read it in Matthew, the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 8, verse 26. Matthew says it this way. He says, and he said to them, why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Jesus questions their faith during this test. Jesus knew they had faith, but in this season, it was so little. Now, the disciples have seen him heal. The disciples have seen him cast out de demons. The disciples have seen him turn water into wine. The disciples have seen so many things that Jesus has done. And in this time, they're afraid and they don't know what to do. And they're calling out to Jesus. And their, their faith is so little in this season. And I, I remember a, a quote or a post or a picture. I see it on t-shirts sometimes that says, faith over fear. Where sometimes I see it as faith with the greater sign is greater than fear. And, and in this storm, in this season, in this chaotic point of the disciples' lives, we see that their fear is actually greater than their faith. Verse 41 says, and they were filled with great fear and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? See, the word fear right now is, is the Greek word phobeo. And if you look at the spelling of it, it looks like the word uh, phobia. So this wasn't a, a fear of God, like an awe or a reverence for God. This was literally afraid of the powers that Jesus had. They're, his disciples were afraid. All the thoughts, the negative things in his mind caused them to be afraid. And at times, God will do things in our lives that will have us questioning, like, who is this man? How I didn't expect this to happen. I prayed, and I didn't know I would get through this season, but I didn't think that it was possible. I am letting you know today, peace is not the absence of chaos. It's the presence of possibility. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. When Jesus is in your life, there's so many possibilities. Isaiah 9, verses 6 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. They're talking about Jesus. And they said, And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of 
peace. He's the one closest to the controls if you allow him to be. In your boat, in your life, if you allow him in the, in the stern, if you allow him in the back part, if you allow him closest to the controls, he can control your life and give you peace. Now, when God is in the stern and he, he's not rest, it's a test. He's not at rest, it's a test. God is going to allow certain things in your life to strengthen you. I remember there was a season in my life that my, my life was so chaotic and my house was a mess and I had laundry to do and, and dishes were piled up and I had work to do and the kids were fighting and it seemed so chaotic around me. And I wanted to give up and my mind was saying, you can't get this done and you have this task to done and you can't get your kids to be quiet. And it was just chaotic in my mind. And I looked up and I remember there was a flower that I put on my windowsill and it was faced the other way and it was closed at the time but this time when I looked at it it was turned and it was open to the sun now that could be a whole sermon on its own it turned and it opened up to the sun are you leaning into the sun the s-o-n the sun Jesus Christ are you open opening up your life to the sun like no matter how I felt in that time, peace isn't a feeling, he's a being and his name is Jesus. And you too can experience that type of peace when everything around you is crazy and everything seems to be going wrong and things are not going the way you want it to go and your mind is telling you a whole bunch of different things that you don't want to hear. You can experience true peace in the midst of your storm. See, Jesus already secured that peace for you. In John chapter 14, verse 47, it says, Jesus is telling us that peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. The world gives a fake sort of peace, a peace that's materialistic, a spa, a peace that, that is based on your environment and your, your surroundings, a peace that you have to get a book and read about. It's, that's not the peace that is true. The peace that is true is inner peace, and that's from Jesus Christ a peace that pass, surpasses all our understanding, a peace that is said to guard our heart and our mind, which is where the chaos is usually, where the chaos usually takes place. No matter what you're going through, no matter what your environment is, Jesus can give you true peace. And the only way you can get that kind of peace is accepting Jesus Christ as your savior and your Lord so many times I hear Christians say yes I accept Jesus as my Savior or, or I hear people saying yes I accept Jesus as my Savior yes I believe he died for my sins and he's given me a second chance at life yes I know the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life and he's given me that gift we accept that he is our Savior but how many how many of us can really truly say that Jesus is our Lord like, Jesus, I give you full control. Jesus, I want you in the stern of my boat. I want you to take the rudder, and I want you to go left. I want you to go right, and wherever you go, Lord, I will follow. Peace isn't a feeling. He's a being. And we have to lean like the flower did, open up, and accept him in. 
You will find true peace when you allow the Prince of Peace to be Lord and Savior of your life. Peace is not the absence of chaos, it's the presence of possibilities. There is a new possible for your life and I believe that you can get that true peace. You can allow that Prince of Peace to be in your life if you allow him to take control and silence the noise that is causing your faith to struggle. Peace isn't a feeling. He's a being and he wants to be with you. Thank you again for joining us on the Relevant Church Podcast. If this message has been impactful to you, let us know by sending an email to hello at thisisrelevant.cc. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by investing at giving.thisisrelevant.cc. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more messages like this one.